0: Bridge Toll California Customer Service Number
1: Highway Miles to the Gallon Ford Focus
0: Thailand Cave Rescue Operation
1: What is Schema F Best Wine Bars in San Carlos California
0: Best Western Hotels How
1: old is Ronaldo What happened
0: with Big brother? Good. engagement How long gift? before a wedding should I send out the date How many games the, are in the first series Use I to playoffs. check best
1: email best on best other email clients. Identify fonts from where from to M&M. find the Robert Brian style Welcome to
0: our April 2022 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search Podcast. Today we're gonna to look back on the month and talk about some of the trends behind the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us for winners and losers is Tyson Stockton, who is the co-founder and educational partner at Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale their organic search traffic. And Tyson has combed through his team's SEO data to understand who's making moves in the SEO community Here's our monthly sit down with the co founder and educational partner of Previsible, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome to Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast.
1: What's going on, Ben? How you been? I feel like it's been a long time since we've been on together.
0: I'm doing okay. In the grand scheme of things, I can't complain too much. I'm uh, sitting here in Northern California, sunny, no world wars. People aren't necessarily wearing too many masks. Uh, I don't know, feeling pretty good about the world and, uh, and our search traffic didn't tank this month. How are you doing?
1: Uh, I mean, this sounds like a pretty good list right there. Um, I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm doing good too. Yeah, I'm actually overseas here in Germany. Uh, sun's also shining. Probably not quite as warm as you in the Bay Area, but no complaints. The sun shines equally on us all. Let's talk a little bit
0: about what happened in the SEO space. There's obviously a lot going on in the world. we got some macro factors where we're coming out of the sort of COVID domination of the world. And now people are starting to think about the conflict in the Ukraine between Ukraine and Russia. Also some other big news that uh, Twitter just got acquired. Actually, today, Elon Musk pulled out his wallet and said, hey, I'll write you a check. Twitter, you're mine now. So let's talk a little bit about what's happening, not only sort of macro world business news, but also social media. Let's start with the biggest news news. How does Elon Musk feel about his new asset and their SEO prospects?
1: So yeah, big news. I mean, I was actually, before we jumped on, I knew that the offer was on the table, but I didn't hear that it actually closed. So I think precursor, I doubt that in the data that we're looking at for this past month, that the actual acquisition had an impact of it. But certainly there was quite a bit of noise kind of stirred up around this. Which can shift around kind of rankings based on just overall relevancy with kind of like the timely events. But let's start with Twitter on this. So, Twitter had a pretty substantial last two weeks. So, they actually jumped up almost 20% their SEO visibility score. So, they're not quite at the all time high that they were at sitting back in October 10th, but they're nearing it close. They dropped down from that. They've had a pretty good couple months. So I'd say as far as like what the overall SEO health of Twitter is compared to like historically where they've been, they're really close to all time high. They had a strong month. So they're definitely on the winner category for this. Now, if we compare them to kind of like what else is happening in kind of like the social media landscape.
0: So Tyson, tell me how this impacts not only Twitter, but the rest of the, the social landscape. Have we seen fluctuations in any other social media platforms?
1: Yeah, we have seen a fair amount of movement. And given the nature of kind of this space, is a lot of these different platforms are competing over the head terms, the name of the celebrities, and a lot of these kind of like just really high funnel terms. And then, granted, there is some long tail to it. But I think like a lot of the general and bulk of their SEO traffic is coming from brand names, celebrity names, those just general head terms. So I don't see like the success of Twitter directly being cannibalized by the success of the other platforms. Like, I think there is room for both of them. But if you think of it from just how they stack up, this month was actually where Twitter took back their position over LinkedIn. So to give a sense of like magnitude of the range that Twitter fits in, they're going to be reasonably close to LinkedIn, a little bit higher, about the same distance above Pinterest, they're definitely not a market leader from SEO performance in the social space.
0: So I'm assuming that Meta, Facebook, Instagram, the conglomerate is the uh, the leader in the space. I guess we'll throw YouTube in there as well. Who are the companies that are outranking Twitter?
1: Yeah, and you're absolutely right. Facebook is definitely the number one. They've seen a bit of a kind of like... I mean, YouTube, it depends if you count them in this category. So YouTube and Facebook are neck and neck right now. If we went back, we've talked about it multiple times in the show here, how YouTube actually has been declining quite a bit over the last two years from an overall SEO visibility. However, Facebook has been kind of having their ups and downs, but they're still of the pure social media platforms, like the clear number one from an SEO performance. The one though that I really think is the most interesting is Instagram. We've talked about them in combination with Twitter quite a bit just over the past year. If we went back 24 months, they were neck and neck. And now there's been a huge separation between Instagram and Twitter. So, Twitter, just to give everybody kind of like relationship to it, Instagram's almost double the size or the SEO visibility that Twitter has. And with that, they've had pretty much incremental growth over the last 24 months. So where some of these platforms, you'll see ups and downs, peaks, and then valleys, they've pretty much been on this nice, clean rise, and they've really set a lot of separation between Twitter.
0: It's funny, because I would think that Instagram would be a company that struggles with SEO performance just simply based on the visual nature of their content, where you're getting lots of image searches, potentially. I don't even know if Instagrams are indexed in Google, like the actual images That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So why is Instagram performing so well when more text-based social networks are falling behind?
1: That's a great question. I think like one piece to that is given the nature of any of the tracking tools is going to skew towards top of funnel terms. And so it's true that if you looked at more long tail terms, you're not going to see as much presence from someone like Instagram. But where Instagram is able to do really well is on these top like celebrity names, band names, company names, and pretty much all these different entities will have their different channels given the popularity of the platform. And then also given the ability to basically be able to identify images and then relate that with text or video or whatever else it is i think instagram has a significant opportunity on those top head terms where they don't to have a strong seo performance they don't need to pick up the long tail as much and so being that they're able to perform well and they're being able to succeed in those top of funnel terms they're also able to compete with the other large players in the space without having text-heavy posting.
0: So you're saying that uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter instantly gave them credibility and therefore they're showing up higher in search, or at least that's the direction we're going to be going.
1: (laughs) I mean, let's see what he can do. He certainly has a decent track record so far. So, I mean, (laughs) I'm certainly curious to see what happens in the the coming weeks and months. I hope he
0: can focuses on saving the planet. And that said... There's other business news that's been happening around the world. We're looking at uh, inflation rates here skyrocketing in the United States. Obviously, people are concerned about the war in Eastern Europe. Talk to me a little bit about what's happening on the business news front. There seems like lots of things going on all at once right now. Who's winning the business wars?
1: Yeah, and I think that is a good note. So last month, we were talking more about like the traditional media players. And this month, we looked a little bit more into like the business industry news. And so, in particular, we're looking at, you know, CNBC, Business Insider, WSJ, Bloomberg, and Market Watch. So, within this space, it's been even a little bit more volatile than what we see with traditional media. Traditional media compared to like e commerce and others, it's typically a little more volatile. And this last month, we have seen just a mixed variety. And so, if we're looking at social media, we saw this last month uh, almost across the board, not the same level of increases, but an increase on almost all the social media platforms. Within this business news, you see varying performance. And starting off with the ones that have declined, the main ones where you've seen a decrease over the last four to six weeks has been Business Insider and Bloomberg, where they have lost a significant portion of their traffic. And then almost going the exact opposite way would be the CNBC and the WSJ. And WSJ was actually even this last week and for the month, one of the overall winners in the space. So they just surpassed Bloomberg in overall SEO visibility. But this one I thought was quite interesting because... There is a lot going on, obviously, there's inflation, you have like some of this other acquisition talk going on, which is going to overlap into this space. But this is one that's been a little bit of a ping pong of websites jumping up, jumping down. But there's not the same kind of clear trajectory in this space that we see in some of the others.
0: So does the recent Google update, I know that they were focusing on companies that were primarily related on user-generated content. Do you think that that update had any effect on social media or some of these
1: business sites? I do think there's some impact. I don't think it's as extreme as some other, other categories. But I think like given the nature of these and being that it's not true UGC content, I don't think it's as substantial as what we're seeing in some other categories.
0: So Tyson, talk to me about some of the industries that were affected by the Google update.
1: Yeah. So one area in a space that I'm particularly interested in is different types of alternative learning forms. And so in looking at some of the like online education sites, well, those they have their standard kind of structure to the site that almost fits closer to like an e-commerce site structure. But then they also, oftentimes, a lot of them have this like UGC element, and it could be from students asking questions. And it's like it's been a space and an area that, in particular, Khan Academy had quite a bit of content. But as we've discussed before, UGC it can be a really powerful tool, or also can be a high risk, high potential of getting penalized tool. And you know we've talked about it in the past with sites like eBay and other ones that have really like. Taken a toll from a UGC. And I think where outside of the traditional UGC sites, a space or an industry that I've seen quite a bit of volatility recently is in this online learning. So, talk to me about who's been
0: affected the most and what's the performance been? Who are the winners and losers out of this category?
1: Yeah. So, the first one that I think is just, it's not necessarily, I guess, slightly a winner, but I would, you know, more caveat just as like it's a market leader in this space is Khan Academy. And they've been on essentially a 24 month decline. And so they did see a little bit of an uptick this last month, but they are still clearly in the number one position. The one that I thought was the most interesting from a drop in performance was study.com. And study.com had a massive decrease over the last two months. They were at one point above masterclass and they've stepped down substantially there. So I'd say... Study.com definitely one of the losers. Another one that I would throw into like the loser category here would be Lumen Learning. And they were another one that kind of was doing really strong kind of last year. And then this year they've been kind of incrementally dropping. Again, over the last six weeks, they took a pretty big hit. And then there's been two that had pretty substantial inclines over that same period of time. And so the two kind of main winners we saw Masterclass, and then also byjust.com, And I think it's interesting to highlight because obviously Masterclass has a different focus in nature in this space. And they're one that doesn't have the same UGC elements that some of these other sites do. So I think those would be like, the ones that had the most substantial movement over the last month.
0: So help me come up with some common themes. When we think about the difference between what's happening in social media, we're seeing Twitter rise in the business news. We're seeing fluctuation kind of on both ends. And then we're seeing Google's update affect industries like online education. How do we make sense of what's happened this month? What's leading the change?
1: Yeah, so I think there's no question that obviously like the update does have a significant impact. I think this last industry that we talked about has probably the most like pointed impact of this. And I think there are also other factors at play. I think within the social media space, you probably feel and see more of the impact from the update on the long tail queries, where from a top head term perspective that's not as susceptible to a lot of the UGC related factors. So I'd say like, we are seeing that hit in a few different forms, but out of the three, I think the online learning one is a little more visible. And then you do have elements of it within the social media space but not as present on something like Instagram or, you know, one of those type sites.
0: All right, Tyson, it's time to give the people what they want. It's time for you to name your winners and losers of the month. Let's start off with who's your winner of the month?
1: Winner of the month, I think I'm going to give it, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think I would actually give it to Twitter with selling the company for uh, $46 billion.
0: <laughs> I think it was 43 and- in fairness, but...
1: Yeah, it okay, looks like I mean, the tomato, acquisition's tomato. closing or the deal terms were set today. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, regardless, they did have a good month from SEO performance. They still got a lot of work ahead to catch up to Facebook or Instagram, but they did have a strong month, so I would give it to Twitter.
0: You know, not since Peter Thiel gave the death punch to Gawker Media have we seen a rich guy get involved in media industries <laughs> like we have, or at least technology-driven media companies like we see today. So I'm going to call Elon Musk our winner of the month. I'm sure he's going to be... In there counting the backlinks as soon as he lands on the uh, the Twitter campus, which is well distributed around the world these days. So talk to me about who your loser of the month is.
1: Loser of the month. I'm going to split the difference here. And one of them is going to be study.com because proportionally to their website size, they had the biggest drop. And then the other one that's really close. It wasn't as pointed. But over the last six weeks, it's been a steady decline. It's going to be Business Insider. I'm going to call it Quora as our loser of the
0: month. Unfortunately, they were the loser of the month last month. But we've seen them continue to decrease. I think they had like a 40% decrease in visibility this month. To me... They're the company that was most affected by Google's algorithm update. Sorry, Quora. It's rough going these days, but we still love you. And we're going to look for all sorts of answers on where to find great search podcasts next time we hop on the site. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, co-founder and educational partner at Previsible. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.